0: Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit-first strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Today, we have a very special guest. Amy La Liberte is joining us. Amy is a virtual CFO and is the owner of My Virtual CFO. She is a trusted profitability advisor to six and seven figure business owners. She is a certified profit first professional. She is really good at helping people uncover their blind spots, course correct, and ultimately get more profitable in their business. Amy is also a certified life and money coach and works with business owners who seek greater confidence in unwavering drive to attract and build wealth in their businesses and lives. And that is why I've invited Amy onto the podcast today to help us talk money mindset. Welcome, Amy. Thanks, Danielle. It's great to be here. Yes, and you know, I think your timing and the sequence of having you guest on this episode is perfect because last week we had an individual who I found on LinkedIn based off of their post. Um they work with another set of profit first professionals, but he shared a very honest and authentic sort of aha or eureka moment in his business when he realized that his mindset was purpose over profit and it was really detrimental to him for the longest time because he thought profit was a dirty word and that he should be doing purpose, purpose, purpose. But he came to the conclusion that, no, 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 profit isn't a dirty word. It's a misunderstood word. And obviously there's so much about mindset and money. And I've I've seen statistics and I believe this too. Um, Dave Ramsey says that people and money is 10% logic and 90% emotion. And we tend to let the emotions and the stories in our head get the best of us. So why don't you help us on this episode untangle and get an ideal money mindset going?
1: Yeah, let's do this. So in terms of how to get started, it's really about what it first starts off with is like your awareness around, like you said, your guest from from last week about profit being a dirty word. I mean, that's a thought, right? So we know that that thought is optional and we can decide whether or not we want to keep that thought or if we want to change it. So, you know, really having awareness around what you think and feel and believe around money and your business financials and even just your personal financials is sort of like the introductory of the like whole management of your mindset.
0: That is awesome. And so we've talked before, obviously, at length about things. But yeah, go a little bit more into into thoughts and what is kind of coupled with those thoughts. Um, You mentioned feeling and believing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we have, you know, circumstances, right? Circumstances in life, they're all neutral. So for example, your bank account balance, if you were to go into your bank account, doesn't matter if it's personal or if it's your business account, and you see the number on it, What is the thing that comes to mind? What is the thought that comes to mind? And whatever that thought is, it's like the money is neutral, right? Because let's say that you have $100,000 in your bank account. And I could think, wow, I have plenty of money. And then you, Danielle, could be like, that is not enough. So you can see that it has nothing to do with the amount of money that we're both looking at in a bank account. It's our thoughts about the money that are the optional and that they're different from one person's perspective from another. And so when you take those thoughts, all of a sudden you have feelings. So again, if we go back to the example, $100,000 in a bank account, I think, wow, that's a lot of money. I feel maybe secure. I feel confident. I feel calm. Right. Whereas somebody who may not have like who sees a hundred thousand says that's not going to be enough, might feel like scarcity, might feel like nervous, anxious. And so then like, what is it that you do from that place that those feelings? So if you're someone who is confident, calm in terms of what you see in your bank account, what you see in your business financials, you may just continue to do your work and just have this, like, I am, I am fulfilled. You know, I have all the things that I need and can proceed and from an energetic place that it's like from a positive energy standpoint versus if you're someone who's like dealing with like negative feelings, then the actions that you're taking, then, you know, maybe the next thing you do, if you have a hundred thousand dollars in a bank account and you think that's not enough and you're feeling panic maybe you'll jump into your accounting software and you find out like, oh, who owes me money that hasn't paid? And then, you know, and so like, are you going to be taking action from like a place of like frenetic energy versus like a place of calm? And then what is the result that that's going to create? And those results are going to be a reflection of the thought, like this is not enough money, or this is lots of money. So it's really this whole paradigm that we think of, that thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions, which create our results.
0: That is very, very interesting. And, you know, I've, in preparing for this episode, I really kind of thought about, oh my gosh, all the years I've been an entrepreneur and all of the challenges and struggles and, you know, where I am now and sort of that whole, and I don't know when it happened or where it happened. I can't pinpoint it exactly. But, you know, I definitely, in my early stages and especially when i when my husband and i first got married um you know and and, and i remember when we first got married and he's like well w- w- what what do you mean we didn't pay ourselves this payday and i said well i'm a business owner that's you sometimes you don't pay yourself and he just was like what he had no concept and such and you know i mean like my behaviors and my habits had to change if i wanted to stay married um but i i would i would be fine with just getting by and he had a very much of a scarcity mindset about things and you know i'm happy to say uh 17 years later we're still happily married we have quite an abundant mindset we have an abundant um bank accounts and investments and such but it is it is it, it is interesting and and like can you help us cuz i i don't i know i got there but i don't know exactly how it happened over the last 17 years of moving from a just getting by to more of an abundant mindset.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think here's the thing. Whenever, like I work with clients and they come across a thought that creates a negative emotion, their first inclination is to get out of that, to escape it, to deny it, to do whatever, to cover it up, to avoid it, to do anything and everything they possibly can to not experience the negative emotion. Because, negative emotions are quote unquote bad. We shouldn't have to feel those. And I mean, we know that that can't be true, right? Because if you think about life in terms of like all of your life experiences, there are times in our lives where like negative emotion is the emotion that we want to have. If you think about, you know, someone passing away, if you think about you know, someone like in an entrepreneurial space, if if you have an, a stellar employee that decides to to start their own business or to leave your uh, company, I mean, you're going to feel like sadness if you've really appreciated the work that uh, they've done for you and for your organization. So that's the first thing: is that unwillingness and avoidance of the thought that created the feeling is where people end up not being able to recreate like an abundant mindset. They have a scarcity mindset. And instead of really starting to unpack it and poke holes into it, they really like avoid it. So for example, one of the things that I that I talk about a lot is this whole notion that I have in terms of like accumulating money. So I'll accumulate money and I'll just store it and I'll save and I'll save and I'll save it. And you know, it became aware to me that like I would not do things, like I wouldn't buy myself the more expensive like clothing or I wouldn't go out to like the nice dinner because I was saving my money. For what purpose, I had no idea. And once I started doing coaching, like mindset coaching and like self-coaching around why I was doing that, it was this scarcity belief that I had to keep my money because my money wasn't going to stay. And a lot of that stemmed from this, experience that I had as an 18-year-old when my parents filed for bankruptcy. And so, you know, having that, like being able to do the work on the mindset and the fact that the scarcity was coming from an experience that my brain kept reliving, even though that's not my current situation, um, you know, it's really starting to unpack that and then really getting to the point where you ask the question, does this thought serve me? In this moment, is this thought taking me to where I want to be in my future self? And majority of the time, the answer is no. But rather than like trying to turn around and quickly just jump into a a thought that quote unquote does serve you, it serves the person to really unpack why they have the thought and the feeling and really bringing peace and closure to that and then stepping in to that future version of themselves. So for you Danielle, I'm sure at some point you just had this very uh you know sort of like closure reckoning, if you will, with yourself and that you decided like, this is not the person I want to be. These are the thoughts i no longer wish to have. I'm stepping into this new version of myself, a version of myself that is abundant, that knows that money is always coming and that I can invest in myself, pay myself because I know that I am enough. I know that I'm worthy. And I know that I have the skills and the capacity and the thoughts to create the results that I desire.
0: Wow. I mean, thank you for helping me unpack that and, you know, go back in time like that. Because, you know, what what you said was when we have negative emotion, we need to pause and unpack it and feel it through. Because, you know, if I wouldn't have had that let's just call it conflict with my husband about that and I wasn't being called out on that i would have done with that negative of like oh i didn't pay myself i would have continued to accept it because i had that with that was a pattern that i had done you know in the 6 years leading up to having a business and then finally you know getting married and such is i would have i would have taken that negativity of the the, the like well i just didn't pay myself this is what entrepreneurs do and accepted it and not done anything about it so i think it I, what what Ken forced me to do when he said, what do you mean? We, we can't not pay ourselves. Um, it forced me to pause, get into that, understand that, and figure out how to get out of it instead of ignore it, brush it under the table, mm-hmm. uh, bury my head in the sand and such. So um, I think, you know, for the audience here, I mean, this is this is amazing. And, you know, now I'm thinking about it like this is kind of what I've done. But Amy has, you know, eloquently put it into a great perspective for us and, and with some examples. Um, and, you know, just like you sharing your story with your parents and how, you know, that going from, you know, a bankruptcy to then your behavior as an adult was, oh, my gosh, I just need money, 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 stored, stored, stored. So I'm never in that situation. But it brought you some negative feelings. And then once you realize them, and then unpack them, it just transformed things for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think if anything, what it really honed in on was this whole idea of playing small. You know, it was like, I'm only going to play so that I'm not going to take risks because risk means, and it, it's it's more of like that whole like all or nothing mindset. It's either like you're right or you're wrong, either you're in or you're out. And I just like, it was this like this realization that it's not that like, there's like a whole spectrum in between those two bookends, if you will. And I don't need to all of a sudden, like, think something happened here. This means that I'm going to like, I think we all kind of laugh and joke about like, we're going to be under the bridge homeless in a van, you know, like that type of thing. But I mean, (laughs) my brain would automatically put me there. And it was like, I mean, once I figured out why it kept putting me there, then I was like, oh, no, like, that's not, like, that's not me. That will never be me. That may have happened before, but that's not, like, that's not me, and that's not how I am, and um, and I'm going to proceed from that, and I'm going to play big. And as soon as I made that shift, it was when everything in my business really started to take off.
0: You know, I mean, I feel like this is a – um. A therapy session for me because, you know, as you're talking this through, I'm thinking about different, you know, kind of like my evolution as a as a continuing evolution as a business owner and, you know, just where we were a few years ago before we implemented Profit First and where we are now in our businesses and in our, you know, wealth building and, and the house that we live in and just everything right now has been such a dramatic transformation because... You know, I mean, and I'll give credit to Profit First, and I'm sure you would give credit to Profit First, too, in helping people, you know, have those allocations, have that that cushion, have that profit, have the money set aside to pay taxes, have that owner's pay account and such, and really be a truly profitable company has been monumental in us having a, a more abundant mindset. And, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I'd say, gosh oh, six, seven years ago, I was just so frustrated. And I was just like, oh, it was like trying to get blood out of a turnip. And, you know, like I said, I mean, I think it was now I'm I'm realizing it was kind of addressing those emotions and not running from them or not hiding from them, but facing those emotions of not being satisfied and not wanting to live in that negativity that I was in of like, "Ugh, you know, we, we need to replace the carpet. We need to do this with the house. And and such um, to like completely shifting and then figuring out a a way how and and to do it instead of accepting it.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, like when I started my business, I implemented profit first right away. So they're like, I started from the very beginning, opening up the accounts and doing all of the things. And so it was great in terms of, of having that, um, you know, for me, like knowing like, okay, taxes, I got it. Profit, I'm profitable. Owners pay, I'm paying. Because, you know, when you're someone who like, for me, you know, I was working in corporate making uh, six figures and then I decided to start my own business. And so when you go from like something like that to a transition to, you know, running a business where you're starting, like, you know, you're doing the sales, you're doing all the things. And, um, you know, knowing like not like having to worry about how am I going to pay myself or am I going to be able to pay myself or any of that? Like, no, it's all like done for you. I think that, you know, the whole like simplicity of profit first. I mean, this is what I say to all of my clients. When we do profit first implementation, the concept is so simple. It's the actual like execution and maintaining it and, and really like owning it. And the maintenance of it is like the part where it's like the the ongoing practice. Are you willing to put the repetitions in? Are you willing to, because at any point you could come up against something where it's, you know, unexpected, you know, you're gonna owe more money in taxes than you thought that your accountant had estimated for you. Well, when you have a profit first account and you're putting 15% of your income in there, it's not a problem. It's just I got the money, it's there, it's good as done, moving on.
0: Well, and you know, th- this is again where we, I talked a little bit about that 10% is logic and 90% is emotion. So focus on the logic, you know, as Amy talked about earlier, um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a black and white or one side or the other. Like it's it's in between that spectrum and go towards the logic, like work towards the logic of things, work towards, you know, what's proven, what other people have done, what's worked for them. Instead of telling stories, continuing to tell stories in your head about I'm not worthy, my fifth grade teacher told me I was horrible at math and, you know, not to pursue a a career as a bookkeeper or accountant or anything to do with money. You know, you've got to let that stuff go. You have to face it and change it. Um and change those, those feelings. And when you change those feelings, right, you'll change those results.
1: Yeah. And I think it really comes down to like, also like when you're doing that, because this is one of the other things that I, um I still come into when I uncover some of these thoughts that I'm like, oh gosh, it's like really having epic, like love and compassion for yourself. Because I think oftentimes um, it's, well, what, what's wrong with me? Why would I think that? And you're like beating yourself up for having a thoughts, for having a human brain. It's like, oh great, now that I know about this, why I've wasted all this time. It's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're just going to take a deep breath and be like, oh my gosh, like this is what it is. Like I'm going like, you know, I love myself and I love myself so much that I'm going to be able to work on this and come out the other side a stronger more like capable aware person who also has their own back because ultimately like that's what it's about when you're doing the mindset work nobody knows your mind better than you no one you can you know whatever you're feeling and what your thoughts are it is the thing those combinations are what's driving your actions and creating your results if you take nothing away from our conversation today like remember that it's your thoughts and your feelings that are driving your actions if you don't like the results that you're creating, chances are it's not, it's not an action. It is a thought that you're having. And if you can really start working on your thoughts and implementing like a daily mindset self-coaching practice, it will, I promise you, it will change your life.
0: So if you have been struggling to implement Profit First for whatever reasons, but I'm sure there are multiple stories in your head, then Amy is your go-to Profit First professional. Not only is she the fractional CFO and has all of that money, bookkeeping, background, knowledge, and expertise, but I mean, I will say, um, and I think everyone else in Profit First would say hands down, undisputed. Amy has this also brilliant um, ability to help people and coach people through money mindset and making sure that you're separating your self-worth from your bottom line and just everything about that. So how could people connect with you, Amy, if they'd like to work with you and they'd like to work on their money mindset?
1: Sure, if you visit my website at myvirtualcfo.co, um, you can go there and there is a link there for you to schedule some time for us to connect and for me to learn more about how I can support you if that is what you are feeling called to do.
0: And thank you so much for joining us today with your uh, wisdom and expertise around money mindset. So again, um, Amy's link will be in the visual recap for this show make sure that you are opting into getting our visual recaps texted to you with each new episode by going to profitfirstnation.com and click on resources. And there you will be able to enter your cell phone number. And so you will get that text message with the link to the visual recap sent directly to you every week. Thank you again, Amy, and cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.